Welcome back to Subtweets and Therapy Podcast, the podcast with no theme, only words. I'm Julian. And I'm Jared. Uh, before we get into what this week's episode is going to be about, we have some exciting new news. We have some new cover new art. Cover art. Cover art. Cover art. Cover art. But in all guys. seriousness, it is dope. Yeah, no, it's actually super sick. My girlfriend worked her tail off to make it, and I I love it. I mean, obviously, I'm biased, but I freaking love it. It has, like, a dope 90s vibe to it. Uh, and, yeah, you guys should check it out. We're going to post it on Instagram. Obviously, it's going to be up on all the places where our episodes are uploaded. Yeah, yeah. it should be the cover art right now. So just yeah. take a minute. Look at your phone screen and just bask in the glory of our new art. It's the most glorious cover art you've ever seen. And you know this to be true. Don't lie to yourselves. It's perfect. It's it's dope. So uh, hopefully you enjoy the episode as much as you do with the art. Yeah. Yeah. And if you don't like the art, then you can tell me about it and I'll fight you. I'm not just scared. Just keep keep that negativity I, I, yourself. No, you don't I, need that I, in I, our will, life. I will fight you. All right. I'm scrappy, bro. So last Monday, there was a storm in Iowa that mm. had winds that went up to 100 miles per hour. Jeez. Yeah. It flattened corn and soybean crops. Mm. It damaged grain elevators. It completely dismantled banks, churches, houses. It was a devastating storm and no one in the news is talking about it so we feel that it's something that we need to shed a spotlight on yeah um so i I think it's called a derecho or derecho um and i the first time i heard about it was actually not through the news at all because apparently news stations don't think it's newsworthy or whatever but i heard it um through uh my girlfriend's uh sister-in-law her family lives in Iowa uh, and like they've been without power for a couple of days now. Um, and like they are part of the around like 98,000 uh, or so people to lack power still uh, in Iowa. And I think also some places in Illinois are also being affected by this as well. Um, and it's just like insane to me that something that is this Uh, noteworthy and newsworthy something that is like this devastating um hasn't really been talked about on national news like i found out through a friend and you found out through tiktok i think i I actually first heard about it because Brittany, um like we asked last week she dm'd us the story oh yeah that's right that's right and that's actually how i heard about it and then i saw a tiktok video on it and i only saw one tiktok video on it jeez and i haven't seen it in the news I haven't seen it on any websites as like a featured story. You kind of have to dig to see it. Mm -hmm. And the reason why that's really shocking to me is so people are just thinking, oh, it's just Iowa. What does Iowa do? Mm -hmm. But Iowa, I believe I read the stat that Iowa makes one fourteenth of our food supply. Jeez. They make 18.1% of the nation's corn supply. 13.3% of the nation's soybeans, 13.3% of the nation's eggs, 34.8% of the nation's pork, and 14% of the nation's cattle. Holy frick, dude. Oh, my God. And even just on, like, a a humanitarian basis, it's important. 98,000 people without power is insane. 
it's absurd. And like, who knows how, like how much it's going to cost to try and repair or, or fix or, you know, anything like that. Cause I mean, we're talking like 14 million acres of farmland has been affected by this derecho. And like, this is not going to be like a, a simple thing for the people of Iowa to be able to come back from, you know, it's not going to be a quick fix type of thing. And like, not only should you care because we're talking about human beings who are being directly affected and they have to live without power right now. And, you know, their, their livelihoods are being affected, you know, if they are you know farming any of the products that you were just talking about, but also like on a, on an even more personal level, like family dinners all across the country are going to be affected because we're not going to have the same amount uh, of ingredients in grocery stores because we're, we lost 14 million acres of farmland in Iowa. So, and it, the farmland's just flattened. You can, well, I'll repost the TikTok mm-hmm. that shows there's an image in that TikTok that shows how flat the farmland is. You can see the damage from the sky as to how flat it is. That's absolutely absurd. <laughs> Yeah, like that's that's how crazy it is. Um, I saw it said 3.6 million acres of corn and 2.5 million acres of soybeans are just gone. Mm-hmm. Right. Mm-hmm. And in the current environment that we're living in, people are already struggling to make ends meet due to COVID. Mm-hmm. So now you pile this on top of it. And that is just the situations that these people are in right now is devastating and the fact that no one's talking about it because they think it's just Iowa. Oh, Iowa's not that important. It's disappointing to say the least. Yeah. And I feel like uh, at least one part of the fact that, you know, the news is not talking about this is that there's been no national emergency declared yet for the state of Iowa, which normally you would think in a situation that's this devastating, that would be one of the first things that happens coming from our government. But instead, we got a tweet from a certain someone that only talked about how sad it was to see the damage, but like no promises of like sending aid or, you know, anything like that. So, I mean, I, he may have have he may have done that now. But, you know, reading this this article that I read a little uh, a little while ago, like he hadn't done it at that point. So, I yeah, um, in one of the articles, I'll post a link to it in The New York Times. It says that there's this farmer who lost 80% of his corn. And it says that the property damage alone could run him around $350,000. Oh, my God. And that's not including the loss of crops. Oh, my God. That's just, it's crazy. It's totally crazy. Um, But this is, you know, just another example of why it's so important for us to try and stay on top of uh, news coming from other sources because um, right now it, the news is not consolidated, you know, like the information that's getting out there. Uh, it's, it's just not like there's there's certain stories that are pushed everywhere and then a whole bunch of stories that are left by the wayside. You know, they're they're just dropped to the cutting floor, if you will. Um, yeah. And I, I, I think that's because much like a lot of things in our nation that the news is largely motivated by money. Right. Mm-hmm. And so you're obviously going to run things that get more clicks. And I guess they assume that people aren't clicking on Iowa stories. You know? Yeah. Yeah. That's like, probably- and this happened last Monday. Right. So yeah. let's put this in perspective. Yesterday, there was a fire tornado in California. We heard about that immediately mm-hmm. because it's California. 
Mm-hmm. Last Monday, this derecho is how I'm going to go with the pronunciation happens. People have been out of without power for almost a week now. And to put that in perspective, like having not having power for even a day sucks. Yeah. Right. Like, yeah, I don't know what to do without power for a day. Mm-hmm. Now, just imagine a week in the summertime. <sighs> Jeez. Oh, God, bro. So, I mean, obviously, I think it's important that, you know, we talk about it, that other people talk about it, post about it, whatever. But also, like, look for ways in which you can send even just a little bit of help um, to Iowa. Um, The more that, you know, people chip in here and there, you know, the easier it will be on the people of Iowa to rebuild their lives, you know, and rebuild their their livelihoods. Yeah. And. I think this, along with an issue that we'll talk about in a minute, is a reason to contact your congressman tell him to get back to D.C. and get to working on some relief mm-hmm. for Iowa and for the rest of the country. Mm-hmm. And to, to keep in the same vein, but kind of push to a, a different subject in terms of things that are very newsworthy um, but should be talked about even more than they are being talked about right now. Um, obviously, elections are coming up, um, mm-hmm. and there is a huge problem right now with how most Americans are going to be able to get their votes in. Uh, and I know this is something that you've been talking to me about for a long time, so I'll mm-hmm. let you handle the bulk of this because I know this is something that's like you does something that you've really been paying attention to. Yeah, so I mentioned this a few podcasts ago, I believe, Mm -hmm. and I posted an Instagram story on how you can help USPS. Now, right now, the USPS is having a huge issue in terms of funding, and I think we can center the issues with USPS with one name, Louis DeJoy. Mm. Now, Louis DeJoy is cutting funding to the USPS. He's fired multiple people. Um, Sorting machines are being taken out of um, USPS buildings. And here's the importance of the sorting machines. So I read somewhere that sorting machines can sort through at least 35,000 pieces of mail in one hour. Wow. Right. And so those are being taken out. So if you've wondered why your mail is taking so long to get where it's supposed to go, that's a large part. Mm. And the danger of this is obviously mail-in voting, which is a big thing now due to the virus that's going around, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. And so people are really worried about how this affects elections because obviously there's going to be a negative effect because it's going to disenfranchise a significant portion of people who can't necessarily make it to the physical polls. Yeah. 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 Um. And just to clarify, uh, Louis or Louis DeJoy is the postmaster general um, for the USPS. So that's yeah. how he's been able to do all of these things. Um, but I, I, this is something that honestly, to me, like the more I think about it, the more like mind boggling it becomes in that like it, it's honestly a travesty that our government is undermining such an important institution as the USPS. Uh, Especially with a dude who's an investor in FedEx and UPS. I still don't understand how how the postmaster general of the United States Postal Service was able to invest significantly into direct competitors without it being an obvious conflict of interest. 
Like, how does something like that happen? You know, like it doesn't, yeah, it doesn't that, make any sense to me. Yeah, I, I don't think that proper vetting was done on that, obviously. Um, oh, he also is now an investor in Amazon, too. So, of course, he is. Of course, he um, is. and that's just obvious corruption, right? It's yeah, cut and dry corruption. And what he's doing right now is he's helping disenfranchise tons and tons of people. Um, he's slowing down. Think about all the stuff that comes in USPS mail, mm. right? Mm-hmm. Because um, there's things that can be sent that are private through USPS because mm-hmm. no one, they're not allowed to just open your mail, whereas right. FedEx and UPS can whenever they want without right. having to tell you about it. So think about it. We are, some people are still getting their COVID relief checks. Mm-hmm. If we get another one soon, that will also be coming through the mail. So with mail shortages like this, what's going to happen with those people who are already struggling? Mm-hmm. Right. What is going to happen to people who just rely on the mail in places where UPS and FedEx don't deliver to them? Right. Right. Like, I, again, like the USPS has is such an important institution and has been uh, a huge part of the fabric of the building of, the, of this nation. And so, like, to have our president, like, actively undermine it uh, while also simultaneously requesting his own mail-in ballot for, for Florida's primary election, by the, the way. Irony. Um, like, like ha- I just don't understand why. Like, I don't get why. Uh, obviously, there's money being passed around, you know, behind closed doors and all that kind of stuff. And, you know, there's a conflict of interest with the postmaster general and, and whatnot. But like, I just don't understand, like, what, what are you actually gaining past the money? Because after you get the money, the, the damage that's going to be caused to this country is going to be pretty significant, you know, and like more and more uh, control of this country is being handed to billionaires, you know, People who aren't politicians, people who don't have the the people's best interests at heart, not that all politicians do, but, you know, their sole primary objective is to make as much money as possible. And we're handing more and more control over specific aspects of how this country runs to these people. And I'm just not comfortable with it. I don't like it at all. Yeah. The thing, too, is, one, the Postal Service is something that is in the Constitution as a necessity, mm-hmm. like it's in the Constitution. And then I hear several members of our Congress saying, well, USPS is hemorrhaging money. And one reason why they're, quote unquote, hemorrhaging money, even though that shouldn't be the main reason why we're cutting back on stuff like this, is because when they hire a new person, they basically guarantee their pension at least 50 years out. Right. So that's a lot of money. Because there's obviously a lot of postal stations. Right. And so that's in a bill that they're still working on in this relief bill to get rid of that. That would stop the hemorrhaging. Right. 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 But we also, if we're hemorrhaging money like this, we just gave billions more to the the military. Mm -hmm. Not saying that we shouldn't support the military, but... We we spend a lot on the military already, right? Yeah, I, that seems to be something that's kind of common, at least, you know, growing up. I've always seen politicians, you know, argue, arguing about this out of the other. And, you know, it always comes down to money. Um, but it, there's never really been an issue in terms of funding our military. And again, I'm not saying we shouldn't. We absolutely should. The military is hugely crucial 
but we also need to be balanced with where our money is going, you know, and we need to understand that there are some other like very legitimate causes that need, need to be funded, you know, like this country runs on multiple different aspects. It's not just the military, but yeah. And we need to put an emphasis on this specifically because it's an election year mm -hmm. and specifically because of the current climate that we're in with coronavirus being as rampant as it is, there's some people who talk to their family via letters, right? They send cards, get well cards, um, hope you're doing well cards, stuff like that through the mail. Mm -hmm. And it's not getting there in a timely fashion mm -hmm. because the postal service is under attack. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And so a lot of people can see this and they're like, okay, great. We know this, but what are we supposed to do? Like, what do we do about this? Right. Mm -hmm. Especially when our Congress just took a recess for a month. Which that's an entirely it's a, it's a separate whole different conversation. Issue. That's a whole different problem. Um, thankfully, there's a lot of different things that we can do together uh, as citizens to put pressure uh, on our government to get themselves back it to work so that they can assist the USPS. But there's also things that we can do to directly assist the USPS. Uh, first and foremost, buy some stamps. Now, there's already been millions of people doing that. They've crashed the USPS site at least a couple of times. Um, there, unfortunately, are some reports now that um, some payment isn't really going through. So there might be an issue with that, but at least give it a shot. Like, at least try and, and buy some stamps because that is direct fundage that goes straight to the USPS. Uh, and that will help them retain as many workers as possible. Yeah. And what I've seen in terms of the payment failing is what uh, what got it to go through is cycling their payment methods. So that's uh, okay. PayPal card, you know, whatever other way you have to pay. So right. cycling it just I know it's frustrating. Just try to remain patient. Buy some stamps. They have merch on there. Toys. If you have kids, um, all different kinds of tote bags, all different kinds of stuff on the site that you may find even cool. But mm -hmm. um, stamps especially help them. Yes. Um, so obviously that is a major way to do that. Uh, but there are some other ways that you can help them as well, um, including f uh, familiarizing yourself with the, the voting deadlines in your state to make sure that mm -hmm. you are trying to get your vote in as, as early as possible. Um, but this one, I think, is super crucial. Uh, and that's to push for more ballot drop off boxes. Uh, so the USPS isn't the only vehicle for mailing in your ballot. There are other ways in which you can do that. Um, but I think a really useful solution to all of this could be some ballot drop off boxes. That way, people don't have to get out of their cars. They don't have to stand in line. There's way less risk of someone contracting COVID or something like that. Um, so if more people and I'm talking like people in the mil millions are pushing for this, then that's something that, you know, we can easily do uh, that will really help to take the pressure off of the USPS to be the sole um, contributor to mail in ballots. Yeah. And specifically, you want to call your county election official. OK, and uh, I'll put a link in the show notes specifically to make this easier for you. And you want to specifically tell them that they need to make secure drop boxes widely available and they need to ensure that ballots postmarked on or by election day are counted within a reasonable number of days after due to the delays. Okay. Right. Um, some other things that you can do is you can call your senators at this phone number 202-224-3121 and tell them that they need to get back to work and provide emergency funding for USPS 
and for states to conduct safe and fair elections. Um, and another thing that you can do, and this one um, requires a bit more on, on your part, I think, but it's definitely worth it. Um, this this method is actually directed towards working against voter suppression. So make no mistake, with the USPS being specifically undermined by our government, the opportunity for voter suppression naturally rises. Um, so there are plenty of organizations that you can join, uh, that you can get behind, that are actively working against voter suppression. Uh, and I have a, a list of them here. Um, so there's first Fair Fight, uh, which is Stacey Abrams' organization, uh, who they aim to promote fair elections uh, in Georgia and around the country. Uh, and they are trying to encourage voter participation in elections and to educate voters about elections and their voting rights. Um, there's When We All Vote, there's Common Cause, there's Election Protection, there's Vote Latino, there's the League of Women Voters, there's Indivis Indivisible, uh, and so many more uh, local groups that you can find. You can just Google it, uh, and the sign-up process is really simple and straightforward. Uh, and this way you know that you are adding your voice to the fight against voter suppression, uh, which, again, all of this helps the USPS so they aren't alone in trying to the, bear the weight of getting our votes in. Yeah. Another way that you can help with um, the voting efforts is if you're so inclined, you can register and sign up to be a poll worker. That oh, way we yeah. keep the polling places open and staffed. Right. I'll put another website down below for that. Right. Uh, the website, though, if you just want to do it right now, is powerthepolls.org. Um, because the more poll workers we have, the more secure and more staffed it'll be, the smoother elections will go. And I think another thing that we need to do is our Congress needs to immediately investigate what's going on with Postmaster General Louis DeJoy. And mm -hmm. he needs to be held accountable for this. Mm -hmm. Because this direct conflict of interest, um, the a pretty obvious sabotaging of our postal service needs to be dealt with immediately, not in a month. Agreed. 100% agreed. Uh, so obviously that that section uh, kind of lingered on for a little bit and we just ended up listing a whole bunch of things. Uh, but I mean, this is us trying to do everything that we can. You know, um, we're trying to, to give you guys as, as many options as possible because this stuff matters. You know, it, it matters. Even if you aren't necessarily old enough to vote, you can still sign a petition. You know, you, you can. can still post about it. You can still talk to your friends about it. You can still add your voice to this. Uh, you know, and it matters, you know, even if it's just one thing, don't discount that, you know, uh, once everyone is on the same page and, you know, working together for a common cause, things change. You know, even if you only have a tiny little part of that, it does help to change. It definitely does. We're all in this together. And that's We're why all in this together. Okay, I'm sorry. I shouldn't have done that. I'm sorry. For, forgive me. No, 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 no. Forgive me. D no, DMCA. 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 No, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. It was less than 30 seconds. Leave me alone. <laughs> but uh yeah, we are a team to use different language since I don't want to hear that song again. <laughs> We're we're a team, and that's why your voice is so important, um, not only in elections or the census, which you should go fill out. Um, but yeah, make sure your voice is heard in one way or another. Um, if I, if it were me, I would definitely plan to early vote just to make sure like, I'm not standing in long, long lines on election day. 
Um, and just to make sure that, you know, if there are any issues, um, it's not going to inhibit me from letting my voice be heard. That was good. That was a lot of good information there. Uh, it was. But, you know, TLDR, figure out a way to help out the USPS and get your votes in early if possible. You know, we got to we just got to do this thing then. Yeah, I agree. And uh, afterwards, if you're done, you can always have some uh, KFC chicken, which uh, <laughs> I don't know if you heard or not, but uh, they said that they are going to donate one million pieces of chicken to his franchises to help feed only teachers. So if you're not a teacher, like Wait go second. buy your own chicken. You Wait, know a Wait a second. Wait a second. Did you just Austin Powers your KFC segment here? Hey, Did man, you, just- <laughs> you can't judge me after you just made a high school musical <laughs> reference. Why? <laughs> I'm sorry. I know I should have done the high school musical thing. <laughs> I just wasn't expecting you to take this in awesome power direction, bro. Oh, yeah, that man. was really weird. Okay. <laughs> I guess you can say this news is groovy, baby. Oh, stop. 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 <laughs> Don't please don't do this to our, I, our I, listeners. I apologize. <laughs> I apologize. <laughs> I really I thought you're gonna. I thought you were gonna do the whole. You know, once you are finished helping out the USPS, you probably will have worked up a nice little bit of hunger. In that case, you should definitely go get some KFC because apparently all they want to do is feed teachers. And yeah, only if you're a teacher. If you're a regular citizen, you go to Popeyes. I'm. I just. I don't really understand what KFC is trying to do with this, though, like straight up. Like if you think about it, a million pieces of chicken spread out across all of the public school teachers, not to mention private school teachers and charter school teachers. Uh, one million pieces of chicken is not a lot of chicken, man. That's not, not a lot of chicken. <laughs> that's hashtag portion control, my man. <laughs> <laughs> Look, if, no, if no. everyone's only having one piece, it's still not a lot. But. More people are getting fed. Okay. All right. Um, but here's the incentive, though. You can also nominate a teacher, and you know what you get? What? Well, potentially get, you can win a $20 KFC gift card. Ooh, $20. I sure could use that. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. $20. Because, you know, teachers are poor AF. <laughs> yeah, you know, you need that. You need that. All right. To our lovely listeners, I apologize for whatever the heck that last segment was. You know, as soon as black guys start talking about chicken, all bets are off, man. Like the, the we just get real passionate, you know, real passionate about it real quick. You know, one of these days we can have an episode devoted just to like ranking chicken. hundred percent. I mean, that we could do that right now. No, <laughs> all I mean, I'm, it, if, if, it, were, if it were me, if I was a teacher, I don't think that I would be overjoyed to get KFC. No. And I know no. that's unpopular. Yeah. But KFC no. is just okay. Wow, bro. Okay. All right. I, I don't fully agree with that. I, I would it's say they're a, okay. little bit, they're a little bit better than just okay. But as a teacher, I would much rather like that chicken go to people like, oh, I don't know, maybe my students. Um, or who, be from Wingstop. Yeah. Oh, dude. Now, if it's from Wingstop, there is not a single student that's touching any of that chicken. Period. Yeah, man. Think about period. it. If Wingstop was like, we donated a million pieces of chicken, right? Oh, my God. Wingstop oh my God. wings. That Bro. brings more excitement. If someone's like, Bro. hey, man, KFC's donating you chicken. I'm just like, oh, 
Bro, let me tell you something. <laughs> if, if Wingstop ever decided to, to do that out of the goodness and generosity of their heart, I honest to God might cry. I love Wingstop so it's, much. It's so good. It's so good. Oh, my God. I'm getting emotional thinking about free Wingstop. I know you got emotional because your voice deepened. <laughs> <laughs> I felt the soul in that statement. <laughs> <laughs> um for anyone that was made to feel uncomfortable by that i uh, i apologize but um after chicken, last week's psa i think we're all good yeah 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 <laughs> you know after that last PSA. i don't think anyone i don't think anyone can be uncomfortable after they heard that oh man that was uh an interesting decision on our parts i like we're gonna have to like bring that back as uh Time grows near to the election, by the way. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. Maybe we can do a little video, you know, yeah, dress up like Shaft. Early voting. <laughs> we can dress up like Shaft. <laughs> we can ask your dad for some shag carpeting. I know he probably has some hidden away somewhere, you know? Yeah, we'll just be like, voting is a bad mother. Shut your mouth. What? <laughs> just talking about voting. Why do people listen to us, man? I don't. I don't, I don't understand why they do this to themselves. I don't know, man. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> mm. Man, for anyone who is actually still listening at this point in the episode, I love you. You're beautiful. Me too. Amazing. Um, I think these ramblings are just because I'm, I'm gonna keep it a buck with you, man. I'm exhausted. Yeah. Yeah. I'm exhausted. Hundred percent. My first bro. shoot in months. In 110 degrees, and it weather. was 110 degrees, Ooh. and there were cliffs. God, after leg day. <laughs> oh no! Like, oh man, I was at the end of that photo shoot. I was like, "Yeah, I think we got all the shots we need." Hoping they'd be like, "Yeah, yeah, 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 we're good." Because boy, bro, I was my legs were done, bro, bro. I I don't know, man. I know that I'm rambling because I'm. Definitely tired after first week back with in-service. And uh, last night, I happened to get surprised inebriated. Um, it was not planned at all. It was a ton of fun. And, uh, you know, this morning, I woke up and kind of felt like I got run over by a Mack truck. So Yeah, that'll yeah. happen to you. That'll happen yeah. to you. Yeah. Not, I'm not, you know, I'm not 21 anymore, bro. <laughs> I can't That's hang. the thing I'm starting to really realize through all this. Because before, you know... Uh, back on the fitness train, by the way. Oh, nice. God. And um, doing the fitness train, you kind of realize that, you know, your body doesn't operate the way it did when you were playing basketball in high school. Yeah, bro. You can't just lace them up and, and go straight out. To the you know, court. like before you could just get out there and work out. Now you got to warm up and stretch yes. and stuff. And then you're still sore. Mm -hmm. You know, mm -hmm. you got to foam roll it and whatnot. It's just. It's a yeah. mess. Getting old is a mess. It's overrated. I don't like it. F foam rollers have you like you're a middle-aged woman watching The Notebook <laughs> in what? the early 2000s. <laughs> just crying. Did you just... <laughs> Did you just reference The Notebook? Oh my God! We need to. End I mean, this we're making. How many dated references have we made during uh, this podcast? At least four. At least high four. school musical. 
Yeah. Austin Powers, <laughs> The Notebook, and Shaft. <laughs> <laughs> this is the oldest we've ever sounded. Oh the God. oldest. We're turning it to our dads. Oh, We're no. turning it to our dads. Next, no. I'm going to start hating on rap music these days. Oh, God. I already do that. I already like, do oh, that. Oh, boy. Don't let me get started on that young oh. thug. Oh, my God. Who's okay. a pilot, by the way? I saw wait, that on Twitter. Wait, what? Yeah, that man can fly. What? I'm yeah. never getting on a plane with him behind the wheel. That's not happening. I'm not doing it. No. Could you imagine what his pilot sound would sound no. like, though, when he gets God. over the intercom when you're about to fly? It'd be auto-tuned and no, you know, I don't like it. I don't like the what idea. airline is he working with? I, let's find out. No, I mean, like, if he were to fly, I know he's not working with one right now, but like, if oh, he were to fly, think, um, man, spirit, <laughs> spirit, what's yeah. that one that's like a party? Wouldn't uh, that be like apropos? Oh, uh, yeah, well, wait, isn't that the one that kind of got absorbed by uh, Southwest? I think so. Yeah, that one's not around no, anymore. No, Virgin Airlines, right? Oh, Virgin Atlantic, yeah, is that yeah, not around yeah, anymore? Yeah, yeah. Nah, it got absorbed. Yeah. You know, you get on the plane, there's like some purple neon lights and just 808s booming through the plane. <laughs> 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 All right, we got to end this episode. Uh, we yeah, should we're probably delirious. Edit, we should probably edit this last little bit out. I'm getting as delirious after, as Eddie Murphy. After Shaft, you just got to end it, bro. You just got to end it. <laughs> All right, uh... Yeah, this is the podcast for this week. <laughs> oh, yeah. uh, um, always remember that. Uh, wait, wait, wait. What? Follow us on social media. Oh yeah, Instagram. Yeah. At Subtweets and Therapy, Facebook yeah. at Subtweets and Therapy. You can yeah. email us Subtweets and Therapy at gmail.com. Yeah. If yeah. you have a topic, you can DM us. Do it. Uh, Do it. Hop in the DMs. Do it. You know. Uh, Do it. Definitely leave some positive love on the art because again, uh, yes. the art is super dope. Yes. Again, my incredible, wonderful, perfect girlfriend made this cover art. And yeah, she it, killed it. It's, it's beautiful. It's, it's so dope. It's, oh, God, I love it so much. So, yeah. Oh, also, good news. Hey, this doesn't have to do with the shout outs, but uh, the Fresh Prince of Bel-Air is getting a remake and the trailer is super dope. Yeah. So, you know, that's that's exciting. Yeah. And yeah. Uh, do we have anything else to shout out? Uh, no. Oh, we need uh, to rate us five stars. Share us with everybody you know. Even people you don't know. You know, if you go to Walmart, you're masked up. Go to a stranger and be like, hey, have you heard of subtweets and therapy? And they'll be like, you're violating my six feet. So don't violate that six feet. But just start telling people about us. All right. Bro, why are you in the mic right now? Back up. Because I'm really trying to build intimacy I, with our audience. I, uh, I need you to back up. This is you not an saying? ASMR channel. <laughs> you're gonna talk. You did that about chicken, and you're gonna talk to me about promoting the show sorry, in a very close, personal way. I'm not questioning my, my love for chicken, bro. Because that came. So from you can love chicken and place. show your love for chicken, but I can't show the love for the audience right now. You first changed. Of all, first of all, why are you shouting? Why? Who are you talking you changed. to? Who are you talking to? Why are you shouting? Quit that. You've changed. Okay, listen, bro. I'm not 13 anymore, right? Out here. You're acting different. Bro, we were eight. Let it go. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we should end it. It's getting yeah. ridiculous. <laughs> All right. Thanks for uh, listening, everybody. And always remember, he subtweets and I'm therapy. Sometimes. See you next week. <laughs> See you next week. <laughs>